You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly to mostly sunny today. A few widely scattered showers could pop up this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 90. Tonight's low, 71. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and thunderstorms by afternoon. The high at 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at Softmark. Design.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Good morning. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Pod 100.9 on your radio dial. Uh, we're glad to get things rolling uh, this morning. Um, if you're out there listening, the album on one hotline uh, is close for business right now for uh, call-ups. Uh, but uh, you're definitely welcome to post your questions uh, for our guest, and uh, we'll get them into the conversation. But joining us this morning uh, is uh, Damian George Jr. of North Shore High School uh, out in Texas. Uh, good morning, Damian. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. And you? Doing well, man. I, I appreciate you getting up and Adam with this uh, this morning. To, to get things rolling. Uh, so, so excited uh, about the upcoming season uh, that you guys have. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, Damian George, the, the person, the player. Uh, then we'll get into the NIL. We'll also highlight uh, you partnering with Alabama One um, for the Alabama One Aspire Foundation uh, One Community Golf Tournament uh, this Thursday. Uh, so let me ask you before we get into it, Damien, have you played, have you ever played golf before? No, nah, that's going to be my first time. <laughs> well, awesome. Awesome. Well, let me, let me tell you, I, um, um, I may have shared this story with Tim, uh, and other guys, but, uh, I had never played golf before kind of, uh, I worked for Bob Bumhauer, uh, and he was supposed to go play in a charity golf tournament similar to, to you guys coming out and being a part. And, he said, you have to go in my place. I had no clubs, so he sent me with his clubs. Now, Damian, I'm, I was a big, big, big football player, but I was only 5'10". Bob, mm-hmm. like 6'5". So his clubs were made for a 6'5 person. Needless to say, it was a fun day. So what I did, Damian, I'm trying to make sure 
that I have clubs made for guys who are 6'3 to 6'6 so that you don't get out there and have to be bending over or get on a knee. And we, we're going to start you guys off with just putting. Uh, so so you don't have to worry about uh, playing the whole course, but looking forward to it. And it'll be a lot of fun. You're going to get to meet a lot of great people and connect uh, with uh, the community and, and all of that. So uh, really looking forward to having you guys out there. All right, let's let's get to it, uh, Damien. Uh, you know, you, you came out of uh, North Shore High School um, and uh, had, uh, you know, other guys that had been recruited out of your high school and different things like that. But, Damien, you were 16 years old, if I'm not, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, maybe the youngest recruit to ever commit to Alabama. Uh, what made you uh, decide to come at that young age to come compete at the number one college uh, number one team in the country. Uh, I just wanted to play against the best. Yeah, the best what, go I ahead. Wanted, go ahead. I just wanted to compete against the best every day. Well, now, well, speaking of competing against the best, um, uh, what is it like uh, going against uh, a Will Anderson each and every day? Uh, it's a battle. Uh, it gives me learning experiences, though. And when you look at, um, you know, you talk about that learning experience, what's the what's the most difficult part uh, about uh, blocking uh, guys like Will Anderson? Um, <laughs> he just come with it every play. Come with it every play. Well, when you look at, at him, uh, he, he's kind of the easy guy for us as Bama fans to – um, go against, and, I mean, to pick out and, and stand out. But talk a little bit more about, um, you know, the Dallas Turner, the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, of course, Chris Braswell, and, and maybe who's the next up-and-coming um, guy that we need to be looking for besides those guys? Uh, I feel like all our outside linebackers are like, the best. Like the best in the SEC, that's how I feel. And yeah, you, just uh, to compete against them every day, it just it helped me. It prepared me to go against like anybody. And when you say that the the they're the best, I mean, you know, is, is, are any of those guys? I I give tell you a quick story. I had the opportunity uh, to uh, Damian go against uh, Derek Thomas. Um, and of course, you guys have probably heard the comparison they made between Will Anderson and uh, Derek Thomas. And I was a freshman going against uh, a, a draft-ready Derek Thomas, uh, who ended up being, of course, a first rounder. And when I would deal with him, you know, the, the hard part with him was uh, he could do whatever he wanted. If if he wanted to bull rush you, he could bull rush. If he wanted to pass rush you, I mean. Speed rush you, he could. If he wanted to make a move, he could. Um, what What is it, uh, you know, I know that they're good, but, uh, you know, what what is it about Will Anderson's game, Dallas Turner's game that makes them special? Are they pass rusher guys, uh, bull, speed rush, bull rush, uh, or a combination they can, all, they can do it all. That's what makes them special. Huh? Do what now? They can do it all. That will really make them special. Yeah. Okay. Uh, X, you got anything for Damien? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, how you doing this morning, Damien? 
You know, I'm good. Good. Uh, so when it came down to, like you said, picking Alabama, knowing that you were going to have to compete, the, uh, what's the – when you look at the guys that have helped mold you into the player and help you become better each and every day, who's the guy that really stands out as the guy that you looked up to when you first arrived here and what's it like now – being a junior, having to help step into a leadership role. Uh, Evan Neal was one of them. Like, really, he just had, like, helped me every day. And just, like, seeing him, like, go to work every day, like, no excuses. Uh, that's, like, that's how I wanted to be. Like, that's the mentality that, that I wanted to have. So, like, me becoming, like, this my third year, him being gone, like, I had to step up, and show like I can do the same thing as he did. When you look at this upcoming, first of all, if you're just now joining us, we're speaking with Damian George, uh, the University of Alabama uh, offensive lineman there. Uh, if you have a question, you can post your question on our social media outlets uh, for, for Damian George Jr. Uh, Damian, when you look at um, this offensive line, you 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 came in the left tackle um, this this spring. You moved um, uh, and played a couple different positions, guard and tackle. Uh, what has that transition been like uh, for you? Uh, it's been a learning experience, but I feel like it's needed to in today's game. Like you got to be able to play both. So I'm just ready to compete like wherever coach think I'm needed at. So, so uh, you, I mean, it's good to know that you see that as a, as a benefit. And speaking of making that transition, you had uh, the opportunity to have uh, Doug Marone last year and a coach, coach uh, Wolford uh, this year. What what's the biggest difference between those guys, and what has Coach Wolford meant to this offensive line? Uh, both of them are good coaches, and but Coach Marone was like more of a NFL coach, like, uh, he didn't have too many, like, I don't, like, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, he expected things different, but Coach Wolf, like, he, like, teaches us more. So, Coach like, Wolf more, more of a teacher. Uh, we, we, I'll give it this way. Damon, during last season, uh, we talked a lot on the radio airways, and you know sometimes the talking heads just be talking. But one of the things we noticed with the offensive line um, was it was like, does he expect them to already know things? Is he saying do this, do this, and and not teaching uh, these guys how to execute on it? And Coach Wolford came in more uh, as as a show and tell versus uh just a tail guy is, is what we did. Does that kind of explain what you what your experience was? Yes sir. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well uh Damien, as you look at this offensive line, I mean this offensive team, uh you had some uh, a lot of loss, but you also uh had had some big time additions. Uh what what can we expect out of this year's Alabama offense in terms of production? Uh, a big difference, like more protecting the quarterback, running, running the ball. Just a big difference. 
Uh, X, you have another question before I transition with uh, Damien? Uh, yes, uh, Damien. So a lot of people coming out of high school thought you would be a package deal with uh, your running back, Zach Evans, who is now at Ole Miss, so you'll get to play against him. But you did end up having a teammate the following year, and Jaden Roberts come to Alabama. So what's that experience like? being able to continue to play with a guy that you got to play with in high school? Uh, it's cool to have, like, a familiar face. It's like, yeah, we both come from the same place, so whenever, like, we both get down or something, we always going to come on each other. Okay. Uh, speaking with Damian George, offensive lineman for University of Alabama. Damian, when you look at last year, uh, we all have do-over games. We all have games or moments in our career um, that that we wish we could ha- have back or do something different. What game from last year uh, is, is kind of that do-over game for you where you like to um, uh, ha- have a do-over and why? Uh, I don't feel like I have a – like I want, like I want to have a do-over game. Like I take every game as a learning experience, and I uh, feel like this year's just got to be better than last year. Uh, it, uh, what? Let me let me ask you this. Then what? Uh, from um, when we were talking to Tim Smith, he brought up the the Auburn game and a little frustration, but he specifically brought up the the, the Texas A&M game. Uh, being from the state of Texas, uh, knowing that they able to get the victory over Alabama last year, as well as uh, the recent dust-up with uh, Coach and whatever. Uh, have you guys kind of quietly been talking about uh, getting getting an opportunity to play uh, with those guys and what's kind of the thoughts there? Uh, it's nothing to talk about. Everything, <laughs> everything is all in there now. It's nothing to talk about. We know what we need to do. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, let me talk to you a little bit about what you got going on with uh, NIL. Um, the NIL uh, in terms of what, what's going on there, um, what what has that change been like for you? Uh, it really hasn't really changed much. I got like a few deals, but it hasn't really changed much. I, when I get more playing time and showing really what I can do, maybe it'll change. Okay. Well, I know you signed with uh, – you're partnering with Hedius Maximum, um, and uh, you have some apparel and, and things out there. Hediusmaximum.com is uh, uh, definitely a website you can go to and check out Damian George's gear. Uh, a lot, Lots of different items there similar to the other guys. Uh, you can get that 7-4 uh, branded gear at HediusMaximum.com. Uh, Damien, uh, want to uh, circle back on the golf tournament. Uh, thank you for, for coming out and being a part uh, of the golf tournament. Uh, looking forward to having you out there. It's going to be a great chance for you to connect with a lot of uh, the Alabama uh, folks and um, uh, they're they're excited, looking forward to, to to meeting meeting with you. But that's the Alabama One Aspire Foundation 
uh, one community golf tournament on June 9th. You can find out more about it at Alabama One Foundation uh, dot uh, org, Alabama One Foundation dot org. Uh, Damien, why do you all feel it's important? And, you know, the three previous three guys, Kendall Randolph later this week. Why do you guys feel it's important that you guys be involved with things in the community? Uh, just giving back. Like, me coming from the same, same, like, same community as everybody around, like, just knowing the struggles that everybody go through. Just giving back to them, like, just helps out everybody. Yeah, you know, and that's interesting. I, I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that because a lot of times people think this NIL thing is just about what you guys give, uh, I mean, get, uh, not realizing that it's a great opportunity for you guys to give back to the community. And like I said, once again, we're excited uh, that you've chosen to partner with us on this and look forward to port- partnering with you for other future things. We do have a question from a listener uh, for you, Damien. Uh, C.J. Watson uh, says, an offensive lineman, when a player is called, what gets you the most excited, a chance to run block or pass block? Uh, is there a preference for you and why? Uh, my preference is run blocking. Is you get a chance to maul a person to find you. <laughs> so, so how would Damian George describe himself? Would you? I, I noticed you used the word maul there. Uh, and JC said you guys were talking about being a dominant offensive line. Uh, how would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, I feel like I'm a – well, it's not to be said for real. I just got to show. I don't like to talk about what I can do. I got to show what I can do. Uh, and, and I and totally, totally understand that, that mindset. Well, uh, Damien, tell our listeners uh, – uh, and C.J. Watson replied back, Damon, he said he was hoping you would use the word like mall. So so you you, you, so you definitely addressed uh, what he was want, wanting to hear there. But, uh, Damon, you know, we broadcast all over um, the – even though our radio airways are, are limited to, uh, you know, Tuscaloosa and surrounding communities, we actually are broadcasting now right – all over the the country and around the world via our Top 109 app. Uh, so there may be someone out there right now uh, that would like to have you as you know uh, part of their their team or have you represent them in some way with NIL or whatever. Uh, how could they get in touch with you or contact you? Uh, and, and what's that social media for them to follow? Um, Instagram, Damian George. Junior and Twitter, G. George. Well, say the Twitter one more time. Damian G. Junior. Uh, Damian G. Junior on Twitter and Damian George Junior on Instagram is the best way to to follow and and, and contact you, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, anything else you want to say to Bama Nation, uh, Damian? Uh, you can get my my apparel at hideousmaxim.com. All right, that's HeddiusMaximum.com. Guys, I'm going to post uh, his direct link um, in, the, in the social media uh, account. So uh, you can just go to um, the various followings of um, you know, the Martin Houston Show on social media, and you'll find that HeddiusMaximum.com uh, 
there and the link will take you directly to Damian George's uh, merch. And Damian, hey, we're looking forward to you guys having a, a great season. If we can ever do anything to serve you moving forward, uh, wishing nothing but the uh, best and a big roll tide to you, sir. Roll tide. All right. Thanks. As uh, Damian George Jr., uh, University of Alabama offensive lineman. We got more to come, more conversation on what Damian had to say as well as reviewing Tim and JC right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, here we go on a Monday morning. No active wrecks, everything looking good on the roadways. If you do see conditions that folks need to hear about throughout the day, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on the radio dial. Uh, man, uh, it is so awesome to get a chance to talk to uh, these guys. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting, uh, X, Mason, uh, as you uh, deal with these young guys, there's going to be uh, different levels. I mean, different uh, ages, different maturity. And, and these guys, man, there are. They're all extremely mature um, for um, their their uh, age, and they they all <laughs> seem to have been trained well by Nick Saban. Um, uh, no matter what the volume of words are, they they are careful with the words that they do say. Uh, just a, uh, a couple things. Uh, Damien's not a, a, a big talker, but uh, uh, a couple things that. Uh, you pulled out anything particular that you pulled out from uh, having a chance to catch up with uh, Damian George uh, from um, uh, today's interview? Well, he, he, he seems to be focused, you know, he, he focused on what he wants to accomplish. He, he said he's not a bit talker, which is perfectly fine, but he, he seems uh, focused on a goal of being better and getting better and helping the team win this year. 
Yeah, and I, I thought that was uh, interesting that uh, when you talked to him, you could tell that that he he, he doesn't want to talk much because he don't want to come across as arrogant. Uh, uh, but you can tell that that he's zoned in and focused. And I would say that's so far talking to the first three guys. That's kind of been um, uh, the biggest uh, takeaway that I've seen. Um, uh, Mason, another angle um, that uh, you know. Uh, would have been interesting to ask, um, you know, uh, JC going back. We asked him, but the way Damian made it made the statement is we look at it from he got moved from tackle to guard. He looked at it as he's building a resume. And I thought that was interesting when I asked him about uh, what was the transition like he really didn't talk about the transition. He just said, hey, in today's game, being able to play multiple positions uh, is huge. And uh, that um, that when you look at that from from that angle, uh, it's just helping to build his value. Yeah. When, when you look at uh, three out of three, the last three guys from Alabama that were early draft picks on the offensive line, you look at in the Alex Leatherwood. Who had the ability to play tackle and guard? You look at Landon Dickerson, who had the ability to play center and guard. And now you look at this pat this previous draft. You look at an Evan Neal, who started off at guard and then also played both tackle positions along light level. Yeah, and I mean, I think if you go back to the, who was the left tackle before uh, Leatherwood, Jedrick Wills. No, the left tackle Jedrick was right. Uh, what's his name? Went to Cleveland. Um, you know, they, uh, Jonah Williams. Jonah uh, Williams. Yeah, Jonah Williams. Uh, would would play. More. That's what I'm saying. All of them. All of the top draft picks have all played. I think Cam Robinson. Is Cam right. Robinson like he, the? I think he's the last one that was purely a tackle that came in and started. Time. Yeah, at, at tackle and remained graduated at left tackle. And having only played tackle as a top draft pick, there's other guys who have. So I think there's something to, to be said about that. Uh, the, the, once again, uh, you know, um, Xavier Mason, what, what are y'all thoughts? Once again, do we owe the offensive line and an apology for how hard we critiqued them last year? Um, after hearing uh, these guys talk about um, the coaching styles. I'm going to say yes and no because we we ha- we did have an older offensive line last year. We had guys that had been here, and you look you look at Evan Neal, uh, a junior, Chris Owens, a, a sixth-year senior, along with the guys in the middle. Had it, besides Cohen, and were, were third and fourth-year players. So yes and no, you know they. You're still at the level where you're teaching more than you probably should expect them to know. But what they do know, they have to be able to execute. It, well, did they execute that? I mean, how do you know that they didn't execute that, though? How do you know they how, – how, how do you know he didn't come in and change things? You know, they, they may not have been blocking with the same technique and scheme that they had last – the year before. So – um, it, it's possible that he came in because different coaches teach different techniques when it comes to blocking. 
And if you have a different technique, but you don't teach it, you just tell it, um, yeah. then, 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 you know, so I, I, I get your thoughts, Mason, do we owe this offensive line an apology based on the fact that two, two of the offensive linemen have both said what we thought at times last year that Marone, uh, he may be a good coach, but he treated these guys like a job, like the NFL, uh, and really didn't teach them a whole lot, just told them a whole lot. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very, very excited and, and intrigued to see kind of what happens this year with, with getting a new coach and getting a guy like Eric Wolford in, who I think, uh, kind of like Damian said, I think is, is a guy who is, is – I don't know. He's just a fresher mind, you know. He's a he's a fresher coach. He's here to kind of he's out to kind of prove himself. Whereas, you know, Marone was kind of here. He he was already a coach. He'd already had his tenure for a while in the NFL, so he kind of knew what he was. He kind of knew what he was. And I'm I'm very I'm very excited to see what uh, what Wolford can bring out of this offensive line. Me, me too, because I think that uh, there's a potential there for um, vast improvements over last year, and. And, you know, uh, when you look at uh, the spring game, uh, came out kind of with mixed emotions. Um, but now hearing what I've heard from those two guys, and, of course, we'll uh, follow up with Kendall Randolph um, uh, on uh, Wednesday. At, we're planning to have him on on Wednesday. We'll, we'll follow up with him and see, you know, were, was there a lot of teaching going on this spring and um, – and did they have to learn it kind of in front of all of us? And what I mean by that is, you know, and it's no different. Here, here's the beauty of it. If you learn new techniques, new ways of doing things, um, it doesn't matter if you're 10 or, or if you're 20 or if you're 28. Uh, there's reasons that when new coaches come in, certain guys, whether it's the NFL level, uh, high school, college, whatever, some guys don't make the transition well. Uh, I, I, I'm wondering, um, is it possible that that we we may see a drastic drastic improvement from spring to 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 fall? Uh, and, and the reason I say that X is, you you know, when I coach you guys uh, as kids, early in the season we were never the best team because I taught you guys technique and I taught you guys football uh and we never depended on just athletic ability because it wasn't for me about just winning it was about you guys learning the game and so early we play a team early in the season they would we we either barely beat them or they beat us uh, and sometimes beat us bad then then we come back after you guys had learned it you know we'd either close the gap or or or, or win and um uh, just give you an example mason uh, <laughs> what I'm talking about, uh, Tim Williams was on a team from Reform, and they beat us uh, so bad that it, I don't even know. I, I think it was at about 50 when they cut the scoreboard off, right, Xavier? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was bad. Uh, and then the next time when we played them, I think they beat us by – they beat us so bad that we they had to cut the scoreboard off. The next time I think they beat us, it was like 18 to 6 or something like that. And I'm just wondering, is that what we're going to see with this offensive line? I think we could definitely see an improvement like that this year. Yeah. 
right. Uh, let's get, get ready to go to break here. Uh, coming back on the other side, we'll finish the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, here we go on a Monday morning. No active wrecks, everything looking good on the roadways. If you do see conditions that folks need to hear about throughout the day, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. The U.S. and South Korea have launched eight ballistic missiles into the sea in a show of force matching North Korean displays earlier one day. Russian President Vladimir Putin is warning the West against sending any longer-range rocket systems to Ukraine. The British sent multiple such rocket systems there this week. Gas prices continue breaking records in part because of the war. Drivers nationwide filling up their tanks and emptying their wallets. Nine states in Washington, D.C. now averaging more than $5 a gallon. The national average soaring to a record $4.84, according to AAA. In a new ABC News poll, three-quarters of Americans say gas prices are an extremely or very important factor in how they'll vote in the midterms. That's ABC's Will Carr in Los Angeles. There's one funeral and one visitation today for some of the 19 children killed in the Uvalde, Texas school shooting. And according to the National Gun Archive, there were at least a dozen mass shootings over the weekend, including in Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Chattanooga. Sherry Preston, ABC. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Uh, if you missed earlier, we got to catch up with Damian George Jr. Man, I tried to get him um, to, to, to bite on uh, the Texas a and uh, <laughs> angle, uh, but he didn't go there. But uh, if you missed Friday's interview with Tim Smith, uh, he was uh, he was not at all shy or timid X about uh, the whole uh redeeming last year uh, question do-over. Uh, he said if he had a do-over from last year, he want the Auburn Tigers again because uh, even though we won the game. Uh, and uh, the Texas A&M, he said, is a no-brainer. Uh, so uh, y- y- you think that uh, 
uh, that game now becomes even more epic when you hear players saying that they can't wait to get back at Texas A&M uh, just because of what happened on the field, much less what happened with their coaches in the offseason. Oh, without a doubt. And the beautiful thing of it is uh, if you've seen things on social media, Texas A&M players feel the exact same way. You know, they've been a little bit more vocal on that end than Alabama players have. But, you know, this matchup on October 8th at Bryant-Denny is going to be electric. And I, I can't wait for it. That's the game I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think that uh, game uh, – <laughs> uh, I think that the game, without a doubt, is going to be uh, kind of epic uh, on both uh, in the media and on the field. Can't wait to it. But as you look at um, – what was happening in the offseason uh, is still, you know, all about NIL and all that. And so we'll talk more on that on tomorrow with D.C. Uh, D.C. Capstone reporter be joining us on tomorrow and uh, we'll, we'll talk to him. But just a couple of miscellaneous things. Uh, X, uh, uh, what do you think about Mr. Tua uh, um, kind of showing a little different personality uh, did, did you see Tua and his reaction to people talking about him not being able to throw the deep ball? Yeah, I did, and and I loved it seeing that side of him come out. You know, he, he he's taken a lot of criticism and things. He he spent his first two years banged up, you know, coming off of a serious, potentially career-ending hip injury, and then just being behind a bad offensive line that has led to other injuries. But you see some of the things that they've done. And he has a winning record. That's the other thing that's been impressive, regardless of all those circumstances. But you see they add Taron Armstead in the offseason. They get him Tyreek Hill in the trade. He's got Waddle. If Tua stays healthy this year, I could see a big jump from him. And Miami back in the playoffs. But here's the question, uh, and uh, Mason, you can respond to this uh, is that the thing, though? Can Tua stay healthy? Um, is, is that going to be the downfall for potentially one of the more talented, gifted passers, I think, that we've seen? I mean, I'm not saying as far as NFL, but as far as just a pretty ball, accuracy, all those things, is is injury going to be why we're not talking about him uh, as one of the uh, – you know, top echelon quarterbacks. Can he stay healthy? Uh, I think he can. And I look at, you look at his injuries, besides breaking the ribs, it's always because he was trying to do too much. It was trying to extend the play, not getting rid of the ball, guys falling on him, we're getting rolled up. So his injuries aren't, his injuries for the most part haven't been something that like, oh, he his body just can't take it. It's literally guys rolling up on him and things of that nature. But I believe I believe he can stay healthy, especially with the help that they've added on the offensive line. But that's his style of play, so is Tua going to have to become a different type of player? To, I mean, you said that everything you described, yeah, he's not a he's not a, I don't think he's a guy that's faking injuries, but he's always injured, so you have to think about that. So we'll, we'll talk more about that, Tua uh, Valoa. I want to give a shout out to um, the uh, Crimson Tide um, and um, you know, and young man Dominique Welch, 
uh, going to wear the number 10. Mason Woods did a story on Tide 109. Uh, go check that out. Uh, he's going to wear number 10 in honor of the uh, victims up in Buffalo, his hometown. Uh, so uh, appreciate that. Also, remember Coach Grant, Anthony Grant and his family, uh, um, their daughter, um, who's same age as my younger kids uh, and actually played sports with my daughter. Uh, surprising death. Don't know the speculations. Or, I mean, don't know the the whole story behind it, but it sounds like some type of mental illness and potential uh, sad situation there, extremely sad situation there. Uh, please pray for Anthony Grant and his family. Uh, despite how you feel about him as a person, that's tough loss to lose a child so young in an unexpected and surprising way, regardless of the circumstances. I think we lost Martin there, but that's uh, that's actually all the time we have for the Martin Houston Show today. We appreciate you listening. Stay tuned for Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry next on Tide 100.9, your home of Alabama sports. Thank you.